1: Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor, the guy that's coming by for a drink and conversation today. Is a Super Bowl champ. He's a national champ. He was a unanimous All American. He's an Heisman Trophy finalist in 1994, a seven time Pro Bowl, a four time first team All Pro, NFL Defensive Player of the Year, an NFL All Decade player, team of the 90s and the 2000s, Bucks Ring of Honor, retired number 99, Hall of Famer, first ballot, one of the few defensive tackles that can say I win it on the first ballot, my dog, Warren Sapp. Oh my God! Oh my God! No.
3: Hey, man, Jesus, boy, boy, oh you, you leave, got the bone. Did I, I get the No, I'm just asking. You got the bow I like the way this sounds.
2: Uh, on the uh, all-future, all-Florida all, all team, one of the top 33 Stop. players in
3: Florida. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all my life, been grinding. All my life, sacrifice, hustle, paid the price. Want a slice? Got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, bro. all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Fab, <laughs> how you doing, bro? I am excellent, brother. Right now, this is the first March Madness that we didn't have, where you have your own team, and it's survive in advance. Survive in advance, so that's what I'm doing right now, baby. <laughs> So, I know you're
2: a big fisherman. Tell me about the last time you've been fishing. Anything you caught worth mentioning,
3: brother? I went on my birthday, which was December the 19th. Okay, I escaped, I escaped down to Costa Rica, which is flat calm. I can take you out there because you love it. Flat calm if you okay. want to go on the front, and yeah. Because I, I can't be doing all, all that. that, all that, all that rocking. No, no, ain't no rocking. Flat okay. calm. I mean, I take the old lady with me, flat calm. Okay, 100 pound tuna. 55 inches dog what yes and we Did cut I, him up we cut him up right there on, on the boat. boat oh yeah you gotta eat it on the boat come on you gotta freeze him up real good for about a good 45 hour and then buddy go slicing that thing put that wasabi and that soy sauce in there oh my god boy don't get no fresh than that dog so
2: when when the last time you caught any trophy fish Yeah, because i know you're a big trophy
3: fisherman you know what? I, I got in the water with a nice hundred and twenty pound sail and went swimming with him. And you know, and other than that, I don't I don't take them out of the water and I don't, right. I, don't I don't keep them unless I'm eating them. If I ain't right. if I ain't, if I hook it, I'm cooking it. If I'm right. not, then I'm releasing them it because it's there for somebody else. It,
2: so, so you hadn't had anything you had to back the boat down to in a minute.
3: No, nah, not nah, just say we back down because okay. that's just how you do it. But right. I, ain't, I ain't had no mauling on the line in a minute, boy. I want one too, dog. Dog, <laughs> dog. You know, idea with that that dog when that thing go to screaming and the cap look at you and they go to railing everything down and you on the end of that thing and he say, "Let's get wet." There's nothing better than that, dog. The water fifty splash. I don't,
2: sap. I don't think people that's never been deep sea deep sea fishing. I don't think they understand. How tedious, how tired, because you have to understand that fish know something is trying to get him up out of that water. So he's fighting for his life, and he's like, okay, well, I got him now.
3: He's tired, and then all of a sudden, he hit it. Oh, hey, hey, that's that's when he breaks you right now. That's when I ask for the coolest light, and I tell him, pour it right here. to <laughs> pour it right in my mouth, dog, because I'm going to keep real. And I'm not letting him off this hook. I'm going to keep that line tight, and he, he, he got to come to the boat. Come see.
2: We're going to start, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start forward and we're going to work our way back to the early years. Who is your 2020s? who you got going to the Super Bowl? The NFC representative, AFC representative, and who wins when it's all said and done in your hometown and your backyard of Tampa?
3: The first time in NFL history, 101 years, we're going to have a home team playing in their home stadium. And oh. my Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus them, Kansas City Chiefs. That's, oh, right, what, right. that, that's where I'm going. I'm right, dog. We are in sync right now. Tom Brady can hit A.B. on that post route now. It ain't off no more, and we are. Boy, you're going to need 40 to beat us. You're going to need 40. You like you? like the way your defense playing? you ain't about you my defense to. right now. The new NFL ain't about no defense. Defense don't win no championships. Hold defense on, gives on. you a chance. No, no, listen to me now. Defense gives you a chance. And your offense and your hundred million dollar quarterback has to win it for you. That's they like, we keep track of four-quarter comebacks. I don't know how many four-quarter game saving, game in the second cost summers <laughs> I got. I don't know nothing about that. They don't keep track of that, but they keep track of Tom ready four quarters.
2: All I want to know, I'm trying to figure out how I get to a man that's a two-time all-decade player, NFL defensive player of the year.
3: <laughs> and this man gonna tell me he ain't talking about no defense. He's no. talking about offense. Offense, dog. What what game you been watching for the last 12 years since we've been sitting around this thing, dog? They built the auto bar down the middle of the field. Ain't no more John Lynch hit him under the chin. Uh-uh. They run across the middle of the field waving their hand, dog. They don't know if it's man zone. They just know that they can catch it and they're not going to get hit.
2: And you can't punish the quarterback. That's no. what.
3: That's why you see all these...
2: That's all you see all these video game numbers. The quarterback, no, I'm protected. I only... I can only hit him right here, Sapp. I can only hit him in the lettering of a uniform. And you can't land on him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the pillow, dog. That was the reason why I brought you brought the quarterback you. That was my pillow. You got, They do dog,
2: It's wide open right now. How much? How much credit? How much influence of having Tom Brady in that Tampa Bay locker room has been? You know, when you look at the success that they've had this year, eleven and five, their first time in the playoffs, and in almost two decades,
3: how much credit does Tom Brady deserve? All of it. All of it. I mean, when Tom's not, when Tom throwed a couple pick sixes early in the year and looked like he had a little glimpses of Jameis Winston and the 43-year-old quarterback wasn't going to be able to do what he done, it it was all on Tom. That defense hadn't changed. They were talking about how much stopping the run they do. I'm like, we don't run the ball in this league no more. This is a 50-pass league, and if you can't rush the passer or assault the quarterback... You're in trouble, and a lot of defenses are in trouble every week in this league, Jenna. When you when you look at
2: the quarterback position now, uh, our Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Josh Allen. What quarter? What quarterback do you
3: like? If you like, you know what? If I'm on a team, I want him. Patrick Mahomes for me. I mean, I love <laughs> I love what Aaron Rodgers does, and we always talk about he liked that and all of this, but. This boy is doing some stuff that we've never seen in this game. He's special. I know, dog, I was watching the Tampa Bay game, because you know me, I like to get in the film, and I like to look up their butts, because that's that's the way we were taught to look at the right, game. Right, right. Dog, that 75-yard pass, he threw the Tariq. He was yeah. looking at Kelsey and the other boy and peeked over and saw it and just launched it. No look. Man, you don't do that 75 yards like that, dog, <laughs> man. That boy is sick with it.
2: He's he, he special with it.
3: oh so, let me ask you a question. You I, wouldn't, think, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lose championships with Aaron Rodgers either, though. I'm just going to say that. Right. Or Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson, who's doing a Houdini act in Houston with nobody around him.
2: Right. Do you believe the numbers that we're seeing, and all, I'm talking about the, for the quarterback position, do you think that's a direct reflection of how they've handcuffed the defense and their inability to punish the, the receiver, the quarterback, or
3: anybody? You can't hit a soul. We are playing a wide open seven on seven game. And you know, you we watch Aaron Donald salt the quarterback and have four sacks and they still score 54 points in that ballgame. I'm right. thinking to myself, there's no quarterback that would be alive after the third sack. <laughs> <laughs> Cause if I if I sacked him three times, that'd be I hit him six or seven times. Right. He he is oh, he is he losing right now. He's spinning, room spinning, like he's drunk. <laughs> Now, you,
2: uh, you grew up in a small town called Plymouth, Florida. Oh,
3: <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your upbringing. You know what? I was raised by five black women my grandma, my mom, my aunt, and my two sisters. Okay. So, and you know what that was. That's a lot of hard, tough love. It, <laughs> it, you, don't, you don't get no break like that. Not, not, around, not around black women in the South. You know that, boy. It, it exactly. ain't no more order, orders, duties, and more, more orders, more duties, more chores. And, you know, they kept me on the straight and narrow. And when I found football, I mean, my older brothers are 12, 9, and 7 years older than me. I'm the baby of 6. Okay. So when I got to finally play with somebody my own age, it was like taking candy from a baby. I was like, is that all you got? I mean, is that the only move you got? <laughs> I mean, like, 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 like you and your brother, you know? Right. I, dog, I never won in my backyard. Dog, when I was watching your speech, dog, I was crying with you, dog, because I felt you. I it, never wanted my own backyard, dog. My brother tortured me. I yes, mean, all make, they, three of them. It wasn't going to let you, oh, we're going to let him win. He, dog, we let him what? win. No. What? And you better not cry because they won't play with you for about a month, dog. It, it's over. And they tortured you. But it
2: kept you coming back because you wanted to win so bad. You just want to have one. I just want to win
3: one game. One. Just one. And just one. No, no, I just want to be in the day where I got a shot doing this sucker. Cause then I'm gonna go to the house and talk about all the good plays I had and then he's gonna hit me with did you win? And you know you gotta just go on out to it. No, I need you this time, but I'm gonna come back tomorrow. So growing up, what was your favorite sport to play as a kid? Football. Football was that that I mean, just come on man. If you were anything like me growing up in the 70s, you're a little older than me, but yeah. it was the it was the cowboys, steelers lot yep. out west it was the Raiders, and if right. you were in South Florida, you were mesmerized by this mythical team that nobody else saw play. I ain't never seen the Dolphins play. I didn't right. see no seventeen, though. So I was a Cowboy fan, but I always thought I needed a star on my helmet. And Tony right. Dorsett, Tony Hill, Drew Pierce, you know, Robert Newhouse, the line that moved you know. That that, that I mean, come on, man. That, that, I mean, that's why I look at kids nowadays, and they don't know the history of the game. Like, how could you not? This right. is the richest, deepest game that will last you two lifetimes. How could you not immerse yourself in it?
2: But the thing is, Nasap, back then guys stayed basically until twelve years they retired, and maybe they went one year somewhere else. Robert Newhouse; those guys stayed there. Property, ever.
3: property of. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, was, it wasn't no oh, after three years, four years, guys moving on. So you, you, you got an opportunity. It was you got an opportunity to know the guys and to know the teams. It's not like that more
3: yeah but with the internet why not i mean because i mean you, you can't keep up with the nba they shuffle them and change them like underwear but the yeah. nfl we hold them for at least four years and then we're gonna franchise you if you that kind of player so, right trust me they, they they don't they'll just let them out the door now they, they hold on to their property every night and proud here so
2: you played linebacker tight end, place kicker punt in high school at 230 <laughs> uh you got a high school record for sacks tackle for losses and the longest field goal.
3: Hello, how you how you feel, no, go no, how you feel, no, go kicking at your thirty. Stop, stop, stop. What what okay what what I mean I was I was the emergency kicker. Oh, you emergency. emergency? I was the emergency kicker. My my kicker Steve Baumhart, went to Michigan State on scholarship as okay. a place as a field goal kicker, but this, he couldn't punt to save his life, so I was the punter. I so mean, you was what, the punter. Uh, yeah, I was the punter. I never left the field. Never left the field. So I'm just
2: trying to figure out at two thirty. How you how y'all got a 230 pound uh 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 you supposed to play, you supposed to play offensive line, defensive line. No. You-
3: Hold on. How you the biggest dude on the line? Are you playing tight end? Stop. I'm not the biggest dude on the line. LaBamba and all my boys, Richard Close, you crazy. I had some big old monsters, dog. I played 6 eight football. This ain't that eight man football. This ain't Terrell Orange you talking to. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no, no. We played we play big boy football at the top. Big boy football. we eight 8 now. We were 65 when I was in high school. It done gone our way up to 8A now, dog. They, they, it's big boy football. Trust me. You played baseball. <laughs> no. You've been on Wikipedia. Tell your producer stop that. I ain't playing no baseball. You ain't played no baseball? Basketball. Thousand points, thousand
2: rebounds. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold on. You played basketball? Yes. And you had a thousand points in your career? Thousand points, thousand rebounds. So, okay. Let me guess. You are power forward and your game was like Charles Barkley.
3: (laughs) What else I was supposed to be? I mean, the round mound, the rebound. I mean, what else would you want to be, baby, with a nice smile and dunk that thing? I mean, dog. Hold on. Oh, you would dunk it back in? Boy, I, I'm going to send it to you. I got an old dunk. My homeboy dug up an old tape for me. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I want a dunk contest my rookie year in college so we can win some money. You know, you had to, you had to pull out your skills, baby. Come on. What? I'll I was 280 doing that. Yeah, I got the job at my mama's house.
2: Let me ask you this. Now it says that you played against uh former MLB star Johnny Damon and you tackled him and you knocked him out. Other way around,
3: he was the safety. I was the tight end. He oh, you ran it. him over. Done. And Jason Veritek got both of them. Got a <laughs> both of them, shake, shake. Got both of <laughs> baby. You don't play, you don't bring no baseball player out here to this football field. We stump on that, baby. So you, so in other words, you were not looking to run past anybody; you were looking
2: to run over people. You try well, to
3: punch- it, no, 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 no. It was certain ones, you know, like you know, like the baseball All American Jason Veritek, the catcher yeah. for the, oh, twice I got him. First, I him. first time I shook him. First time I shook him and then ran him over. Second time I just, I just said he, he ain't got enough to stop it, so I just went over here and just flattened him. Uh, your boy, your boy Johnny Damon had the angle on me, and I saw him late, and I lifted up the thigh, and ooh, he was gone. <laughs> He said that every time I see him too, dog, hey man, you knocked me out in high school. I said, Dog, I didn't even know it was you, dog. I really did. I really did. You chose the University of Miami.
2: There were, I want to know why did you choose Miami and who were your top three teams that you were going to, that you that you were thinking about going to before you chose Miami?
3: Only took four visits. You only took four. I went to Michigan State to go see Snow. And I wanted to see Steve Smith play basketball because I was a real basketball. You know that old freaky move he had. Yeah. I wanted to see him do that thing, boy. Steve Smith was my guy. And Bobby Williams, who's down in Alabama with Nick Sagan right now, was recruiting me. My mother loved this man. I mean, this dude, he almost got me to go to Michigan State. And then it was the three Florida schools. And I couldn't go to Florida because my mother bagged me out of the football office. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what happened? Uh, I was feeling the commit because this was fun and done and Kirkpatrick had just caught 66 balls at tight end. I was wrong. Right. Spurrier took me back to his office. Shane Matthews walks in the meeting room and says, who you got in the room, coach? He said, I got you guy from Apaka. Shane Matthews say, sap in here? I'm like, Shane Matthews know my name? What? It's on what do I sign, dog? I, I catch this rock. I do that. I do that seven, right, baby? You know that. You know that old seven routes, you know, right? Put oh, that yeah, thing yeah. right there. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that, that. That's the tight favorite route. That seven, baby. Yeah, that's Let me it. Let me push him in. Let me push him and go to the corner, baby. Right. And I, I was in the sign. And Spurry said, "There's one more person I need for you to meet." He went down the hall to get the tight end coach. God bless his soul, John Reeves. Only time I met John Reeves, <laughs> I saw him in Tampa one other time. He came out of his office. He looked down the hall and he said, Hi, ma'am. And my mama said, no. And walked me, bagged me out of the football offices. My visit was over right then, Shannon. We okay. drove home, got in the car. I tried to turn the music on. She slapped my hand. I had to look out the window for 90 minutes until we got back to Orlando. Okay. Then I never asked her. Florida State. You Did you visit Florida State? Bobby Broughton wouldn't come to my house. Bobby Bowden told me he'd meet my mother at Phyllis Wheatley Elementary, where she worked. I'm like, I live in the country, dog. I don't live nowhere. You know, because 1991, they were doing a lot of drive-by shootings. Right. And and Bobby, I guess Bobby didn't feel safe in the country. But, you know, if you're a country boy, and you talk about Pasigula, Mississippi, and that boy and mama over there, you know the old Bobby Bowden show when he's doing yeah. it on Sunday morning. You know, I had that beat right into my litter room, dog. I, Sammy Smith had went down from my high school, so my girl was going to go to FAMU the next year. I I wanted to go to Florida State, but Danny badmouthed his two tight ends. He told me Warren Hart was a fat f, and Lonnie Johnson couldn't catch a cold butt naked in Alaska if he was soaking wet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I you said, say not- to, I said to myself, I say when I'm a, um, when I'm not the hot new freshman and I'm a junior, what is he gonna say about me to get the next guy to come to the school? Right. And I really, I really didn't like that at all.
2: Okay, now you now, now down to my, so now it's down to Miami and Michigan
3: State. I, 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 no, no, Michigan State's out. It's too damn cold. I oh, tracked cold. in that okay. snow. I tracked in that snow, brother. Oh, my God. I thought to myself, I can't do this for four, five months. Oh, my God. I'm a Florida boy. I, my people are so tropical. So I go to Miami. You go to Miami. Dennis Erickson calls me and says he want to come visit me. I said, well, I live 28 miles from Orlando International Airport. The only thing you got to do is get on 441 and just head north. Right. It's going to get, get jet black dog when you pass a popcorn and then all of a sudden, you're gonna see some flashing lights. Say, "Girls, girls, girls!" It's a little topless go-go joint for the drive truck drivers if they get ready going on up the road. <laughs> I live right up, right behind that there. You know, about 200 yards. Right. Coach, he said, "I'm getting into college with, with Craig Smith." <laughs> I ain't believing. I'm at the basketball. I'm at the high school basketball gym watching my girl Keisha Brown play. The you know you could call a payphone back in the day. Yes. Yeah, payphone ring. <laughs> The janitor squeeze after, yeah, oh, hold on. It's my mama on the phone. He come yelling, yeah, stop. I'm like, what? Your mama on the phone? I'm like, what? So I run down to the phone. I pick up the phone. My mom say, this man sitting on my couch drinking my tea. <laughs> Where's you at? I'm like, oh, shit. I hang up the phone. Yo, my homeboy, we live like four miles from the high school. We race to the house, jump out. Man, I come in the living room. Coach, he's sitting in my chair with a big cup of tea. Man, talking to my mom, him and Coach Smith in there. I go to University of Miami. My mom fall in love with Anna Price. It's over, over.
2: You go to the you know you go to the to the U to play tight end. Yeah. What happened, and then why did they move you to?
3: Hey, me and my homeboys. I don't know what it was—was was the private stock, the barbecue, or what? <laughs> but from June the tenth to August the sixth, I gained. 46 pounds. What? Dog, I go from 225 to, to 270. Let's just say 270. Let's like, uh, <laughs> a nice round number. 270. Dog. <laughs> I stand on this scale. 270. I'm like, what the hell the fifth grader that I ate. <laughs> what the hell going on? So they they put me out there and they told me to go run a 40. So I gotta run a 40. I don't even know what this is. You know, I come down the line. Eight. Nah, don't worry about it. Go back over there. I'm like, what was that? They were like, you just ran for your scholarship. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, my hard just dropped. They like, man, we didn't recruit no two hundred seventy pound guy. We recruited two hundred twenty five, two thirty at the most. I'm like, hey, but you you lucky you can still run. I'm like, hey, I'm good there. Let's 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 go on with this process. Then. Okay.
2: So you you gain seventy pounds, and <laughs> they move. So how did how did they tell you? warren we want you to move to the other side of the football and not play linebacker play d line
3: oh no i was going with the intent purpose to go take jesse armstead's linebacker position because okay you know my miami really didn't throw to the tight end so i was just gonna go play the linebacker so i didn't gain i'd show up at 270. they put me on a three thousand calorie a day diet i gained 30 more pounds i'm 300 now (laughs) This, this this week three of the season. You know, we win, beat Arkansas, 99-yard touchdown comeback. So Bob Carmelo just walks up to me, God bless his soul, and says, young man, I've seen Cortez and Russell and uh, another d tackle." He say, and you're better than all three of them. I said, what? I said, man, you lost your mind, man. I'm going to go over here and play tight end. I'm going to lose me some weight. I'm going to catch me a couple balls. Ed Ogeron comes. the defending national champ, coach LSU. Listen, yeah. big fella, I, I, I done seen Russell Jerome and all of them. I'm telling you, I got the film in the, in, the, in the closet over there. I'm telling you, country boy, you'd be better than all of them. So they tr- they convinced me to go run with them for, you know, a couple of weeks. Just run with right. them. They don't put me in no run drill, Shannon. They okay. only allow me to rush the passer. They only got me in pass rush drill. Right. No first team or second team guy will go against me. <laughs> they only give me the, the 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 bottom of the barrel, right? So you know I'm whooping them, <laughs> right? I got I got sneaky long arms and you know I'm pretty I'm pretty athletic, so right? Man, I was I was thinking this is like playing tight end. I just got to move him one way, go the You're other who- way, and then yeah, I just got to move him. You know, right. if I move him hips, I I get where I want to go. Man, all of a sudden I got a taste in my mouth, and off I went though.
2: Did you know the history? Of the U D lineman, because as you mentioned, Jerome Brown, Jay Boogie. They got Tez. Tez came out with me, which was the second pick in the draft. Russell Maryland. But they had Danny they had Danny. Jim Stubbs. Burt, Jim yeah. Burt, yeah. yeah.
3: The so, original so, so. three-four nose, Ruben Carter. Yeah, they're on the wall in the gridders room. When you walk in here, yeah. that's the, that's the story that Dwayne Johnson tells all the time. When I walked in the room, because Ogeron told me, go in the room, just sit down and wait for everybody to pick their seat. And then you pick a seat in the gridders' room, because these are cherished spots. They don't just—they let anybody in the gridders. So I'm sitting in the first chair. Dwayne Johnson coming through the room and asked me, what are you doing here? And I looked at him, I said, I'm here for your job. (laughs) 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 You know me. I got to have some come back. I mean, I ain't just here. I'm here for your job, son. So... Then
2: there's a freshman that comes in, Ooh. Ray Lewis. <laughs> what was your first impression when you met Ray, and did you know he was going to be what he became?
3: Okay. You know you don't pay no attention to no freshmen when they come in, and especially the last one that, that got a stop Ray, they, that was the last one. Well, Ray will he was the last scholarship they gave out that day we playing and we trying to, you know, go up in the season because, you know, we we fighting for a national championship. Right. All of a sudden, my middle linebacker gets hurt. We got to go to Colorado. Go play the bus in Colorado. Mm -hmm. On the road. I ain't got no middle linebacker. All of a sudden, 17-year-old Ray Lewis walking here still got sand soles in the back of his head, Janet. I ain't lying (laughs) to you, brother. Still wet behind the ear. Stands in front of this huddle and tries to call the defense and goes, (laughs) can't. I said, whoa, 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 whoa! I said, son, if you gonna stand in front of this thing, you gonna stand like a man, you gonna talk like a man, you gonna play like a man, did you hear me? He looked at me and said, I got you, big dog. Canes two, ready, straight I said, that's what it sounds like. 20 tackles and an interception later, he was on his way to becoming that monster that we know, dog. Is it safe to say the starting middle linebacker never got a job back? Never, Wally him, dog. We never heard from base again. <laughs> Did you recruit Ray? No, no. I'm telling you, the, the, the hot recruit that year was Jamie German. Me and Rohan Marley drove all the way over to Fort Myers, when and played the wide receiver, though, right? That was yeah, the receiver, yeah, right? yeah. The wide receiver. That was the hot recruit in that year in 93. It was Jamie German. In the year before, it was Deferred, Jamie German, something like that. Oh, Deferred was in 92. And then Jamie German and uh, uh, Ray was in that class, but he was the last one. He really wasn't a right. no highly retired highly tired guy. He just grew into the monster that we know because he worked so damn hard at it. That's what was his thing. He worked at it.
2: Dwayne Johnson, and I don't know if people know this, the Dwayne Johnson we're talking about is the Dwayne Johnson you think we're talking about, The Rock. He said, Warren Sapp is the reason
3: that I'm in acting. Stop that. What type of player was he? On a scale of one to 10, he was a six. And I was was an eight in college, see what I'm saying? Right. So he's two steps down. I mean, he just, he's an adequate player, but he wasn't going to make that play for you. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, he wasn't going to dominate a game. Wasn't going to take it over, but he hold, he'd, he'd be good enough for you to, you know, not lose the game for you. Right. I put it in that term. So that wasn't like to be
2: on a field, you know. You know, I played, I went to a small college and I'm the dominant guy. And so I know every day I'm the best player out there. But you go out there <laughs> And then you see all these other five-star recruits and you see all these other guys that's gonna be future first round picks, some of them gonna be Hall of Famers. What what is practice like? Oh my god. Cause you know back oh. then Practice practice was we thudding up. We put people on the ground. Ain't no. Oh summer. no, oh, no, Damn. no, We, we hit,
3: we hit. They gotta they gotta call us off. You crazy? No taking them to the ground. We gotta get thud, but don't take them to the ground. You crazy dog in college? It was a dog eat dog world on Green Tree practice field. We go out there, man, and just obliterate each other. I mean, just oh, Rohan, Marley, Ray—they love to hit. And then C.J. Richardson was in the back, of my safety dog. No, you would get lit up. Because you know what, Seth, and I tell people, it wasn't a thought about. Well, I don't need to
2: like hurt him because we got a game to play. Nah, bro, it, it is what it is. <laughs>
3: hey, we playing this game, dog. You want, you better protect yourself. That's why it was called Bang Eight. As soon as you're in the bank, get big because you're going to get hit regardless if you catch it or not.
2: <laughs> when, when when, you're in college and you're playing with Dwayne Johnson, did you know he would come turn out to be what he became? Did he have that kind of personality?
3: Did he have that kind of charisma? Listen, he did, but he kept it hidden. He's the type kind of guy that you'd let your sister date. I mean, real good guy, real charismatic. But the thing about him was, we always used to say it to him, like, dude, if this football thing don't work out, you're going to go wrestling. He'd be like, you damn right. And I mean, Rocky Johnson was his daddy, and the Flying Snooker Brothers was his uncle's. So it was in his blood. He just took all those sayings. That was Ed Ogeron, that candy ass and shoving it yeah. sideways. Oh, my God. That's what Ed Ogeron used to talk to us if we had a bad practice or a bad game. That's how he used to talk to us, just like that. So when I first saw it, because Brooks is the wrestling fan. Right, Brooks, Brooks, like you got to see this. out. I'm like, what, what, what? Man, you know, took over the TV, got Tony Dungy to make me late to the room. I was gonna watch something else on the TV tonight, man. No, no, you got to watch this. So you know you got to wait the whole hour till you get to the main event. Right. So I didn't do it a whole forty minutes of wrestling at twenty nine years old. I want to kill Brooks at this point, right? Come on, man. I could have been. You watching you're talking about Derek Brooks? Derek Brooks, number 55 in your program, number 942 in your heart when it's wrestling time, because he's going to watch it. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the smoke, the lights, everything sets off, and oh, my God, my mouth hit the flow, dog. My mouth hit the flow. I was watching my teammate, and he was no longer the guy that was behind me. He was up front and spinner. The stage was his, and he was giving it to him. I I fell in love with. It. I said, you know what, dog? We can watch the rock on Thursday nights. in Here now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just won't watch the other forty minutes. So I'll just watch the ten minutes of him. And then yeah, when the oh, he coming on the Oh, he coming on is about to be over. So I, I can deal with that. Of all the
2: great players, this gonna be. I want to. I want to get you on this one. <laughs> Who's on your Mount Rushmore of UM players? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got right. Mike. You got no, no, Arnold, no. no. Right, you got Airy. Right, you, you got Jay Boogie. You got Taz. You got
3: Chester here, Birdie. Here's one right here, Jim Otto. Jim He's Otto. Okay. One. Yeah, Jim Otto. And then I'm going with Jerome Brown. Okay, represent, Boogie. Rep- representing the defensive line, I'm gonna go. Ooh, Michael Irvin. Cause you can't have you can't have a you 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 without the playmaker. <laughs> and then uh, then I'm gonna bring it to the to to the new school. I'm gonna put it no. I'm gonna put Sean Taylor up there because nobody is gonna argue with the great Sean Taylor sitting on the Mount Rushmore. That's my fault right there. I'm going O line, D line, wide receiver, and DB.
2: Cause you guys had them. I mean, you
3: you think about you didn't mention Benny Blaze, Highsmith. Nope. Smith. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Come on, Adrian James, number 336 going into yep. the Hall of Fame with us. Andre Johnson, who, who was about to crush every Rose Bowl record in the history of the world. They had to call him off the boys out there in 2001. I mean, we we got some dogs now. We got
0: some dogs. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globe-trotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. And crime fans don't miss the all new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and is waiting for you on Hulu.
2: The Canes the team of 01. I believe that is the greatest team. In college football history, when you look at who they had on their roster, you look at the guys that went in the draft in the first round, and you look at what they became in the NFL. Now, if I give you the 95 Cornhuskers, the 04 4 uh, Trojans, 88 Notre Dame, 2000 Oklahoma, where would you rank that uh, 2001 Canes team?
3: Number one, I mean, number one, I, ju- I just can't see a weakness in that football team. I mean, it took a referee throwing the latest flag we've ever seen in a national championship game to get it to take that to- trophy away from us. But, you know, Ohio State played a good game. But boy, that was a, an immense amount of talent on the football field. And you're talking about Brian McKinney, Shockey, McGahee, Portis, all of them in the back. I mean, I think the back in the backfield got what? 16, like 16, 11, and 10. They got. 34, I'm on 40,000 40, yards in the NFL. It's
2: crazy, dog. The three backs. You think, and you think about Sean Taylor was on that team. Ed Reed, Antrell Roll. That's Jonathan Vilma was a middle backer. Vilma, uh 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 they had Vince Wolf. Yep, Calais Campbell, Jimmy Gray. <laughs> that, that team was loaded. I don't think people no. realize how good that team was because your running backs with Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, and Clinton Porter Clinton Portis. And you do realize in two, here it is 2020, and
3: Frank Gore is still in the NFL. The third all-time lead rusher, 16,000 yards. There's only two other men can say that in their life. Jesus, that's a lot. On two
2: repaired ACL knees.
3: And one of them happened in high school.
2: Yeah. Sap, you go, you go to the combine. Oh. <laughs> What's... What's your process? Are you like, okay, I did this. I'm a unanimous All-American. I won the Lombardi. I'm the baddest defensive player here. Okay? Talk about the interview process, the testing. What's going on?
3: Nothing. I was just there. I effed up. You know, me and Rashawn Salon, God bless his soul. I was a good buddy of mine. And, you know, we had went through the whole little banquet of you know, All-American team. He was the offensive player of the year. I was the defensive player of the year all over to the Heisman, you know, off the camp, all these things. And my brother won the Heisman that night and he pulled out a little little joint and me and him hit it together and I put it down. I said, that's it, dog. I got to go to the combine. 23 nanograms, Shannon, and the cutoff was 20. <laughs> that's the, And that's my life story in a, in a nutshell right there. One silly night, one bad mistake. It wasn't about the interviews because what what were you gonna say to me? I tell you, look at the tape. I had twelve games and pick the game you want to watch.
2: At six foot two, three hundred and twelve pounds, you ran a four six nine. Did you think going into the combine that you were gonna be the number one pick in the draft?
3: True, Jacksonville. I didn't want to go to Carolina. Wasn't nothing about me, Carolina. Ain't number of prisons and pig farms in North Carolina. That's what I heard. <laughs> in colleges, in a bunch of colleges, I give them that. But Carolina wasn't a spot for me. I wanted to go to Jacksonville. I'd be in the state of Florida, have a chance to play in front of my home state. My home mom get to drive up, drive back. Yeah. You know that old that old thing. You know you want to be home. You know it's country boys. You like being right.
2: When you look at it, Kajana Carter ends up going first overall to uh to the Bengals. Steve McNair's third to Houston. And then there was a run on defensive linemen: Kevin Carter, Mike Mamula, Derek Alexander. What you, you're sitting, you you're sitting in, in at home, and so what's going no, your mind?
3: No, I'm at the draft. I'm in the draft. Oh, you right. The, you at the room. I was the first Aaron Rodgers, buddy. Two hours and forty five minutes, baby. They did your boy wrong up in there. Double tell you like this: here. I, I I looked up, and you know when Kevin Carter went uh, six, six after after. Uh, Kerry Collins went fifth. I looked at the list. I said, OK, John Carter had 1,800 yards. But Shelley was a big bad boy over at USC. Ab McNair ran and threw the ball all over the world. So I can't, I can't complain with that there. Four was Michael Westbrook. That was the mistake by the Washington football team. We'll, we, we won't call them what they was at the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We're going to be completely correct. You know what I'm saying? We're going to stop it right there. And okay. I was just looking at the list. so." I leaned over to my mama when we got to uh, Mr. Brady and the Jets screaming, we won't sap. Because <laughs> that, that, was, that was when the building was about to come loose right there. You know, Jet fans wanted to kill somebody. They're like, what? We got a chance to get seven. We take a guy who caught how many touchdowns? I don't know how many he had, but it wasn't very many. Right. outbreak. So I leaned over to my mother. I said, ma, they can take all the receivers, tight ends, and whatever they want. But if they take one defensive tackle, We gonna get up and we walking out of here. That's that's the line I drew, Shannon. Okay. You you can take all the DEs, linebackers, whatever you think your need is, go take it. But if you take Ellis Johnson, I'm walking up out of here because that's a disrespect, and I ain't gonna stand for that.
2: They take Mike Mamula with the seventh pick, Philly. (laughs) He was the first workout warrior at the combine that blew everybody away, ran four, three, five, jump lifted all that. Yeah, stuff. broad
3: jump, 10, 8, all this. Yeah, all that. Yeah.
2: Put the tape on. So <laughs> it is going out. You obviously you said two almost three hours, you're sitting there.
3: Tampa is on the clock. Oh. Man, listen. Rosenhouse got a call. He tell me, Yeah, I got t- I-, I think this is Tampa. I'm like. You know, at this point, I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm like, Tampa, boy. Tampa, 11. terrible at that. Y'all got 11 straight double-digit loss seasons, and y'all questioning whether to take the best player. It ain't even on the board. On, in the whole damn draft that's left right now, you kidding me? You couldn't trade away three picks right now for me, boy. And one was Denny Green was sitting right there and told the people the night before, only person worthy to move up in this draft the draft is Warren Sepp. He took Derek Alexander. I took that one personally. God bless your soul, Danny. I won't talk bad about you today. So I told him I so I get on the phone, Sam White's like, uh, we thinking about taking. I was like, Drew, get this phone. I'm like, Drew, just get this phone, man. I I, I, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore right now. You know, I want out of here right now. I wasn't even planning on going to the draft. I was gonna be at home, a country boy in the backyard with the barbecue. They done gave me the whole top floor of the Marriott Marquis, laid me out. I got a room with a hot tub and everything in it. I ain't never had nothing like that. Looking out over New York, they did me bad,
2: though. You get drafted by the Bucks. You go into Tampa, 12, like you mentioned, they had at least a decade of double digit losing seasons. You had some, I like the cream circle uniform because you got it. They had the cream circle. They didn't have a new one. The cream circle, real nice. I made a deal. I traded hard Nicholson one year the Pro Bowl. I got with of them creamsicle helmets. <laughs> I, get you, I get you a nine-nine. I get you a jersey. I need a, I need a, yeah, that's what I need. that what I need. I need. you a nine That's
3: what I got you.
2: What was the first thing Warren Sapp bought with some
3: of that NFL money? My mama house and my mama Mercedes-Benz 320 S-Class. <laughs> I remember taking my mama to the Mercedes-Benz place, dog, because I was going to get her to drive her new car over to the house. Right. You know, because my mama had never had a new car in a life. You know, my, my mama got a funny saying, well, I ain't never had a car ain't nobody else farted else in. <laughs> so, hey, you know, we, we had to get that second-hand car. We get, you got to do what that, you got to do. Sir. Hey, that Impala that laid down in the back, that you had to let the seat up and get in the back, and nobody yeah. wanted to sit in the back. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, and that LTD, that long, tough, and dangerous. No. Yeah. I went and got, I went to the the Mercedes didn't did shit with my mama. They had a line on them. I said, mama, pick the color you want. What? What's your job? Mama, pick the color you want and the car you want. And then you got to go test drive. Me and then my homeboy sitting in the back. You know, the Benz was big back then, yeah. dog. You know, the big old body. My homeboy was about five, seven. He back there swinging his feet up in the air. He said, man, it's like sitting on the city bus. <laughs> Then I knew I had to buy it. I said, we buy this thing, dog. We, then we go drive around to the house. So I got my mom in a brand new car. I said, drive over here to this address. Right, uh, uh, okay. She's driving over there. We over on Parker Island Road. That's over there in a good part of town. Windermen, right? Lake City amongst the lakes.
1: Mm-hmm. Drove
3: my mom up on a $400,000 crib upstairs, little spot, hideaway where I can get it. I can come in the garage and go up there. She won't even know me, man. Four other bedrooms over that Big nasty pool on the back end, covered in. Walked up to the door, and I had the lady standing there. And the lady standing there, she said, you want to come inside and look? I'm going to say, oh, no, I don't want to look inside. I, 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 I grabbed the keys from the lady. I said, Mama, you ain't got to go look inside. This one is yours. She said, what? I said, that was yours. You go in there do what you want there. She went in there and went to crying, and you know how I did, it is, dog. Oh, of course. It's just one of the moments that you just live for. And that was my day.
2: You mentioned, rest your soul, Sam White drafted you but tony dungy comes in oh tell me the the impact that tony had not only on tampa but on
3: you i was at the super bowl with john randall and Derek thomas god bless his soul we're doing a lineman challenge down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and everybody came up to me was like oh you got the man you got the man i'm like oh, oh, oh. tony dungy man you know? And you know, I'm a young player. I don't know who Tony Dungy was in Kansas City with Neil Smith and Derek Thomas doing all that. You know, I, I and went to Minnesota and him and Monty is you know riching this 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 two thing together. I mm-hmm. I don't know that. I'm a, I'm a young player just trying to get my feet wet, trying to you know not not fall out in the league in three years. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they telling me all this good stuff about Tony. So. I, I got to go home. I got to go see this man. And he a brother. So, you know, I ain't never had no black coach in my life. You know, never. So <laughs> I shoot back to Tampa. I walk in this thing. I'm plowing through the building. He meets me. I guess somebody told him I was somewhere coming in the building. He say, I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. I am looking for you i had to come to my office. So we went around to his office. I sat in the coach's office. First time I ever sat in the coach's office looking at another brother. I'm like, boy, this damn this feels good. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my mother, you know, you know, you know what kind of man he is, you know. Right. No, he looks at me, and he say, I want you to do the same thing you did at Miami. I said, Whoa, 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 coach, do you know what that entails? He said, What does that entail? I said, That's trample the run on my way to the quarterback. He said, I like the way that sounds. <laughs> and we never had another discussion about one-shot play, dog. He turned me a loose. You do
2: realize, I think the thing is, is that he envisioned you like the Steelers use Joe Green. They're going to put him at the under tackle, and they say,
3: go hunt. Dog, he told me and Brooks this after, you know, he got us both together. He said, you are Joe Green, and you are Jack Ham. Joe Green had 10 straight Pro Bowls, four World Championships, and two defensive players of the year. That's what you're chasing. And then he read off Jack Ham to Brooks. Me and Brooks looked at each other and said, Look like we got some work to do. <laughs> I said, but it's gonna be fun, Brooks. Hey man, let's see what we got. If he's gonna let us play and have the freedom that he says he's gonna let me go, I'll play for this man in a day a week or twice on something.
2: You start, they play your company, you know, you got a defense named after they call it Tampa Two. And <laughs> you got a deep and then you become an all pro for four straight years. You make the playoffs, you win defensive player of the year. Why, why, what were some of the reasons you feel you weren't able to get over the hump with Coach Dudgey?
3: I thought Coach was a little too nice. And the thing about Indianapolis, it gave him Peyton Manning, so Peyton Manning would drive the offense, and then he could come over and do what he did to us turn us into a fine tuned defense that understands the nuances and the situational football and the timeouts and all the little, you know, all the little things that little pebble in your shoe that'll drive you crazy in a football game. He could teach. That team right. net, but he really didn't demand what he demanded from this defense from our offense. He actually wanted right. just three yards and punt the ball and don't turn it over. That that ain't what we needed. We needed, we needed, we needed some drive. We need you needed somebody to hold him accountable. Hold on, coach. Yeah. You hold them yeah. accountable. Hey, oh, they get a too. The, Tony used to walk in the room and tell Marinelli, I expect nine sacks this week. And I'd walk in there on Tuesday, Marinelli had the head down and be like, What's up, Coach? Man, I looked at the tape, baby. I'm coming here. I, I'm going to try not to get diabetes, eat all this cake this week. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got some people I can take to the house. Co- coach expects nine sacks. I'm like, nine? I said, wait, wait. If I get three, where the hell are the other six coming from? <laughs> this before Simeon, you know what I'm saying? I how right. Simeon did Shit. Where the hell are the other 6 going to come from? Come on, man. He said say nine, did he? Yeah, one. he said nine. Fap.
2: You're in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. D. Brooks is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Lynch is up, so is Rondé. What was it like playing with those guys? Ooh,
3: a pleasure, uh, a privilege, and an absolute pleasure. I mean, I mean, just the the work that they put in. Rondé, you know, me and Rondé had a little thing. He he'd be ready to jump the route in the first half, first quarter. I said, Rondé, do not. I, I, I boy, if you jump this route and they double me, there's nobody over the top. And he'd look at me and go, Yeah, you're right. I said, dog, no, we can't have it right now, baby. You got you <laughs> got to give me time enough to figure out where this slide is going, and I'll let you know when, when I when I can let you go. I, mean, right. I he was like, he was like that that little banshee you had to hold him back because boy, he was gonna go jump and bite that ball and go get his hands on it, boy. And Lynch, Lynch would not accept not hitting a man in his face. You know, like we, you know, put your face mask on. It, it, right. None of this, none of this, go low, hit you in the knee. Uh uh, gonna hit you right square in your mouth. And
2: Lynch would have been out of the league. Lynch, they took all Lynch money. <laughs> <laughs> you abandoned. They They
3: abandoned. That's why. That's why. When you a dinosaur like that, can they put him in the museum with us? You know, all of it. we can't play our game like we used to play no more, man. You can't slap, you know, do that old hat slap. that You used to right. do at the top of your route and push out. You can't do that no more. They are no. throwing flags.
2: 1999, you, you defensive player of the year. But I believe you think you had a better year a couple <laughs> of years later. Was that it. your best? That was your best seat. Do you believe your defensive player of the year was your best defensive season?
3: No, 2000 was. 2000, my, my wife was pregnant with my son, and I had winning in that thing in the off-season, Shannon, and I had worked. I mean, I was having me a, a boy. I'm on nanny one, the second, baby. Well, I'm going to call him deuce. I had it all mapped out. And I was over there. I was at the house eating ice cream and sour cream and onion and pickles. You know the pregnant lady. Yeah. You know the pregnant lady late that appetite. Yeah. I'm figuring I done went and worked out all day long. I can do all this. I'm going back tomorrow. Dog, I stood on that scale week one. I was 326 pounds. I looked around. I was like, "Damn, where's the fifth, the sixth grader that I ate? Man, there's somebody <laughs> bigger this time." But Tony Gunzey didn't say a word to me that Friday. I'm like, "Man, he could have come back here, get on this weight thing, man." I'm gonna didn't say a word. I left up out of there that Friday. Came back Saturday. We flying up to Foxborough. Flying up that thing. Flew up there. He ain't say a word. Sunday morning, we got the one o'clock game. He ain't said a word, dog. I'll go out here and Bill, Belichick got Max Lane out here with a big Q chip on his right hand. <laughs> I said, "I'll shove that in your ear as I go kill your quarterback today." <laughs> I think I, I think I missed Drew Blesso six times that day, but I got him like one and a half. So we fly back to Tampa, have a good time. We one and zero, sitting in the back of the you know Monday Monday stretch. I look up, there's no Brad Pepper beside me, so I'm back here by myself. They just drafted McFarland. So I'm back here by myself, sitting back here. I ain't got nobody to talk to on a Monday after a good win. I look around, and here he comes. I said, oh, my God, we're going to have this conversation on Monday after a win. He walked up to me. He walked up to me and said, 326, huh? I said, Coach, you watch me coming here every day and work my butt off. I was not going back to 1998 when I wasn't effective, you know what I'm saying? I said, but it wouldn't come off, coach. I don't know what it did. He said, <laughs> he said, if you play like you play Sunday, we don't need to talk about your weight. Dog, by week eight, I had 10 and a half sacks, dog.
2: <laughs> and that was, you know, that was the year. Ray
3: won defensive player of the year. We went back back-to-back. to back. Yeah, back to back to back to back. I think he won another one. Yeah, we went back to back, 99, 2000, back to back. Yeah, and then that's year he went and came to my stadium and won him a championship with my old quarterback. Yeah, that was a very memorable year for me. Yeah.
2: You also did something that very, very few defensive tackles get an opportunity to do. You caught a couple of touchdown passes.
3: Now, I remember the one against Atlanta. And you... <laughs> you should have seen the dance in practice, dog. That, that was a real G version of what I was doing in practice. You just know this. You know I was cutting up in practice.
2: So, when they when they call. Okay, you run it in practice. I mean, you know, we, you practice a lot of things. But sometimes, Sam, they practice and you don't call them in the game. And I'm like, well, hold on. Why do y'all call that in the game? They worked in practice, call it in the game.
3: So John, John Gruden says to me on Wednesday, I'm going to grow the legend. I said, what? I'm going to throw you the football this week. So we practice it Wednesday, Thursday. By the time Friday roll around, Brooks and them ain't even playing defense when I go on offense. They just preventing me from doing this dance, dog. That's right. how bad is the guy. That's how bad is that guy. No, I, I mean, we practice it two, three times a day. You know, short yardage, they put me in there and do it. Then goal line, we do it. So I'm, I'm scoring this thing because you know this little, this little young boy. He don't, he don't really know what I'm doing. I'm faking. I'm an old tight end. You know, I'm faking like I'm blocking him good. You know, give him a good punch. He pushed back. I throw him on the ground. You know, I'm going for this pass. So they don't know about the old tight end days. So yeah. I done scored four times. So Friday roll around. I. No way. I told John, I said, don't even call it today." He's like, what? I got to practice my play. I'm like, listen, they're not going to let me score. Man, Brooks and Lynch are over there guarding me, dog. I'm like, dog, are y'all not playing the defense that we play around here just so I can't score? <laughs> you ain't doing that dance no more. <laughs> so that's what started it. That's what started it. You won't do that dance in Atlanta the whole flight. The whole Saturday flight, you know, they were 56 minutes from Tampa to Atlanta. The right. whole flight, is he going to do the dance? Is he going to do the dance? I'm like, God. I'm like, John, do not call this play. He's like, I want to see the dance. Oh, it, it, it was it was across the board that he's going to call it, and I got to do the dance. So it was already set. So
2: Jesus. Go back a little bit. They relieved Coach Dungy of his duty. They're going to bring a new coach in. Did you have a conversation with Coach
3: Dungy after they let him go? No, I had a conversation with Tony Dungeon before they let him go. Okay. And that was the that was the scary part because we were leaving Philadelphia after getting beat 31-10 or 31-9. I think that was the two scores we went back to back. years. And he was the last one to get on the bus, and that's never Tony. Tony's always ahead of us. Then Tony's there, Brooks is beside him, and I'm behind him. I get on the bus and he ain't there. And I look at Brooks and Brooks like, I don't know. So I sit down. So we get a little worried, you know, that they finna fire him in Philly at the bet after the game. Long story short, he gets on the bus and he says to us, we're safe. We're good. I just talked to the owners. We're good. Nothing's going to happen. Shh. Man, we get back in. I think it was that Monday they fired him. Tuesday, I, 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 went, to, I went to see Rich McKay. I said, dog, you got to get me out of here. I said, because this ain't, this ain't. No, 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 big dog, big dog, big dog. Calm down, calm down, calm down. We're going to get a coach. We're going to get, we're gonna... I said, I said, one other time I came to your office and I asked you to get me out of here. And that was when Sam White's after my rookie year and you told me it would be a better situation. So I'm going to see who you hire and what we're going to do before I ask you to trade me. <laughs> so that, that, I mean, you, man, they had them. they cut our chest out. They cut the heart out of our chest. I mean, that man, that man had taught us how to, be pros how to be dads how to be fathers how to be men and he didn't deserve that
2: they bring in john gruden they have a give a king's ransom two first rounders eight million dollars which i had never heard of somebody trading for a coach but that's not the and no, there and
3: you know and you know he asked for me too oh did he yeah and then the Glazers say we'll give you the money the draft picks everything but one we'll give you everything you ask for but one what a, what a concept, dog. That's why I love the Glazier family to the day I die now, dog. I was their first pick and they wouldn't trade me with Al Davis boarding the Kings ransom, dog. It was like, we'll trade you everything but Al Jack.
2: You finally get an opportunity because you know how you're going to be defined. If you want to be one of these premier tackles to go down in history and be legendary, you got to win the chip. You got to win the chip. So you make it, you go on the road, you beat Philly and Philly for the championship game, Ronde Barber jumped that stick route, which I'll call a yogi. He went to that, he housed it. You get to the Super Bowl. What is your thought process going into the game? Did you think, man, we got our work cut out for us? and you like, we're gonna beat the brakes off there.
3: We were just gonna go one play at a time because that was always our motto. One play at a time. Never know what's gonna happen, Cole, ahead, behind. No matter what the score. We're gonna we're gonna play this thing for 60 minutes and then we're gonna look up and see what happened. It was just. Because we were the last team to go straight from a championship to a Super Bowl. There was no bye week. Right. We had no, t- we had no time to fit. And then we were living off East Coast time on the West Coast. So we woke up Tuesday morning, Shannon, at 4.30 in the morning, suck our head out the, the door. Me, Rondé, Brooks, Lynch, Sean Quarles, Simeon Rice, uh, Dwight Smith. We had a meeting at 6 o'clock in the morning. We went to go turn on the film because we, we were just sitting there twiddling our thumbs in the middle because we were up dog, Dwight Smith looked at that tape and said, I'm going to pick that pass off. That slugo scene when Rich yeah. was just standing there and throw it back on that hitch, twice he took it to the house, dog. It was it was set in stone. It wasn't one of those, we're going to have an easy night. We just had to go put in the work that we needed to put in because you know how it is in a football game. That think Big Mo get the swing on you and all hell can break loose. You're
2: exactly right. <laughs> so the O2 Bucks defense, we got the 76 Steelers, 85 Bears, 2,000 Ravens, 13 Seahawks, 15 Broncos.
3: Ravens. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Was hit that 2,000 Ravens D? No, no y'all, wasn't, y'all y'all once y'all y'all going touchdown, and that little no. fluke player, and that little fluke pass, you called him, took off for ninety some yards, That's the wildest play ever in playoff history, dog. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, it's what that dog. No, I I used to tell Ray, we invented buck ball. But y'all went and perfected that thing, dog. And did it with my old quarterback, too, dog. Y'all even taught Bill for how not to throw the pick six. I can't believe it. Belated.
2: At that point in time, you know, all we had to do is not turn the ball over. That's The it. likelihood of you driving about 70, 80 yards against that defense, it wasn't going to happen. Mm-mm. It wasn't going to happen. Do you, do you think somebody will ever break the the Ravens scoring? They gave up 165 points in, in 16 games. Do you nope. think some
3: you nope. don't think that? Nope. They done built the Audubon in the middle. I'm sitting here talking about Tom Brady. He's going to leave 40 to beat him. And I'm a defensive tackle. You crazy? We got a whole new league we enjoyed <laughs> right now, baby. This thing wide over. So let's, let's bet the over and let's ride on out.
2: <laughs> Things did not end the way you would have liked it to in Tampa. Hmm. Why did you leave Tampa? And then why did you go to the Raiders?
3: They made a decision that Anthony McFarlane would be able to do my job. I mean, you know how this is. It's a business decision. I mean, right. John Gruden told me when I got on the phone, when I you know, woke up that morning, it was free agency. <laughs> Marvin Lewis made an offer to Drew Rosa house two minutes before free agency opened. They had a Florida State workout somewhere Marvin Lewis is on the phone. I'm like, well, go give me $20 million for four years and I'm retiring after that. Cause I want to play, I, I want to do four years and I'm retiring. I had already mapped out my retirement after I was leaving Tampa. John Gruden, I got on the phone. Gruden told me, uh, give me an hour. Paul, Brown, Mike Brown said, give him an hour <laughs> for me to accept his offer. So I waited 56 minutes, called Rosenhouse back. I said, take Mike Brown's offer. I jumped in my car, went down to one book place. I cleaned out my locker. It was over in Tampa. That fast.
2: Are you disappointed that they didn't make a better attempt to keep you, you were a cornerstone
3: player? No, no. I had I, I'm like a bad cold. When I didn't ran my course, let me go. I ain't not nothing, you know. We we had won a championship together. My name was gonna be on the wall, and you know, my my what I did in Tampa was sketch. And they had them put a statue of me up in the one book place. I was happy. <laughs> so, happy.
2: so it's, it's a choice between the Bengals and the
3: raiders all of a sudden al davis got on the phone and saying and i woke up i mean i went down to miami i was at the heat game and frozen house called me six o'clock in the morning and said al davis is on the phone he said he's not hanging up until you're a raider mike brown didn't have a chance mike brown said he you know bidding hit, against himself and all kind of other foolishness that's why the Bengals are the Bengals."
2: The- al rest his soul he always he would always ask you be out there stretching and you see you run by special great players he would always come put you put his hand on your shoulder
3: so you'll want to be a raider yeah yeah <laughs> oh he, he he loved collecting love collecting he did. he did love collecting great players
2: so you you play i think you went play two years or three years in oakland four four you let it go you says i'm done and, and you were coming off a great season. Your last season, you played really, really well. Well,
3: the year before that, I had 10 sacks too. But, dog, trust me, when you walk in the locker room and they're talking about how much money the guy on the TV making and how much this and that and whatever, it wasn't, it wasn't about winning. I won 15 games in four years, and trust me, it was not about winning in Oakland. I won five, four, two, and four games in four years. I didn't lose like that in Tampa, dog. And I damn sure wasn't going to fly 3,300 miles to go get beat like that. And it ain't no sunny place over there in the Bay Area, baby. And I was living <laughs> in San Fran. Other than the lazy man, Chippino, on Tuesday afternoon over there, the walk that I ate every Tuesday, nothing else would keep me going back to San Fran.
2: You were also in Oakland when Randy Moss came. Ooh. Talk to us about that situation. And why didn't it work out with Randy in Oakland?
3: They ran the hell out of Randy, man. They made this man run so many go-routes in practice that it it didn't make sense. And then Kerry Collins got there, and Kerry didn't want to throw him the ball because he didn't believe that this was open. When Randy did this, he was open. I said, Kerry, throw the ball. One, he's not open. I'm like, what's going to happen? Either he's going to catch it, they're going to pass in the fence, or the ball is going to hit the ground. They're not picking it off. Throw him the ball. He wouldn't throw it. He wouldn't throw it. He would not throw it. And then we went to Andrew Waters and Sopo. Oh, no. No. You know, I had 11 of them, 17 quarterbacks, they talking about from Rich Gannon up to Jamarcus Russell. whatever. Right. I had, I, oh, boy, it was bad. It was bad.
2: You retired for 13 seasons. <clears throat> 434 solo tackles, 96 and a half sacks. Second high for a defensive tackle behind Johnny Randall. 19 fourth fumbles, four interceptions.
3: You didn't want to get to a hunt you didn't want to get to a that 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 scene. no oh, what you what did you think I was doing there last year <laughs> I, I was looking right at it <laughs> I had I had 94 and I had I had 94 and then I get two and a half well 93 something like that some, some yeah, 94 and then I end with 96 and a half I had 94 sacks I only needed six though right it was only two years of my career I didn't have six sacks well three my my rookie year my first year in Oakland and the year I told my rotator cuff in Oakland. The three years of my 13 years I hadn't had six sacks. I was like, ah, I get this at midway. Oh.
2: <laughs> and then you like when when did you when did you know it was over?
3: Monday night. All right, we go to Seattle this week 15. That night Randy Moss dropping the ball on Monday night football. I mean dropped by four or five of them. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. we was up there, we was up there playing Mike Hunger. You know Mike Holman loves to play that wide-open style. Dog, yeah. I had my all-white Jordans on patent leather, his Monday night football. I know my mama watching, dog. I'm finna do this Michael Jackson, dog, with my, with my <laughs> white patent leather on. Dog, finna hee he this thing. Dog, I sat Seneca Wallace three times that night. I'm dancing all over the field. I call my – it is my birthday month, too, you know, December, baby. So I'm driving across the Bay Bridge that night, that, that, that Monday morning. I call my mama on speakerphone. I'm like, mama, I know you saw your boy last night cutting up on Monday Night Football. My mama said, boy, if I want to watch somebody get killed, i watch Law and Order. What? My mama said, if I want to watch somebody get killed, I will watch Law and Order. She was worried about you hurting Seneca Wallace? No. She was talking about Andrew Waters getting sacked nine times, my quarterback. (laughs) Oh, the boy, the boy, the boy made. Back. Hey, they made my mama turn off Monday Night Football, dog. My mama couldn't even enjoy me up there doing my thing because she was so worried about Andrew Waters. I call him Andrew Dufresne, the, the toughest screw to ever do a turn in Shawshank, baby. They get boy. They put that boy through some thing, boy. One time for Dufresne, baby, put up the, the stink, the shot. <laughs> Arizona State, baby. You you retire,
2: and then you get the call the Hall of Fame, oh. what were your emotions like when you got that call? Because you're going to football heaven.
3: You, you know what it's like, dog. You can't, you can't control it. You can't stop it. You, you're trying to figure out what to put on, what who to call, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the homeboys yelling that shit. I mean, I don't know what you had because, you know, I, I, I didn't have this knock on the door thing. You didn't have that either. You had to knock no. on the door? No, mm-hmm. no. See, I didn't have no knock on the door either, so... I mean, I was I was with my homeboys, you know what I'm saying? We we had that went to two sisters and had a crawfish brawl down in New Orleans. You know, I, I had to take my mind off this thing, dog, cause somebody was gonna get told some very choice words if they were gonna tell me that you know what I'm saying that 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 guy that you, you gotta know, wait a year. What? What for what? For who? You know, my first game in the NFL was the for who for what game by Ricky Waters, baby. So yeah. you know me, I was ready to ask a for who for what <laughs> but no i was just so happy and and felt so blessed to be put in that position dog because you know i i've seen chris carter you know I, I i held chris carter chris carter was in year six Dwayne robinson was in year 30 curly Cult was in year 27 you know what i'm saying so yeah. we have a whole band we got three first ballers, and then we got 27 30 years bill parcells you know chris carter you know a whole mix in, in my class so I got a true appreciation when you get to the hall of what it is to be in that VIP room. Well, you know, Sam, you
2: you know, hey, you know, you couldn't be without incident. You know, you you kept some ish
3: going. Skip it through, skip it through. The... That's bull. That's bull. What is Tony, Tony Tony Dungy was there with me for eight years when I was yep. in Tampa. And I ran out that locker room the same way every time. Tony knew I was coming out there. And Tony, later my dad, when I went bouncing through that, I looked at him and he smiled at me and I nodded and he nodded. I would, This was nothing about intimidating anybody. It was just my route to work, dog. The fastest point between any two, the fastest distance between any two points is a straight line. I used to go from this corner to that corner. And I'm not stopping for nobody. I'm not going to bump into Man, nobody. Man, you know you can't Zap.
2: You know how that thing's supposed to work. What? You know, let me ask you a question. What if somebody came skipping through Tampa's? Uh, am I am I at home or am I away? You are you are you are it doesn't matter. They come skipping through you, Brooks, Liz. They just come skipping I'm through me I'm in them. the
3: back. I'm all the at the end zone. I'm all way in the back. I mean, somebody else got a hell of that. Don't worry about it. We we finna have 60 minutes to worry about this. Don't worry about it. We finna get up close and personal. Don't worry. Don't worry about all that. Hoo-ha-ha. You know what? It's so much ru-ha-ha brought in the foolishness, and Lavar Arrington played into it, and Chris Collinsworth bigged it up. It was nothing, man. I'm, I'm not finna fight in no football game. I'm finna go assault your quarterback.
2: You have an incident with the Green Bay Packers. Oh. You get a pick, and you do the crackback on Chad Cliff. Tell the people at home for the don't know, give them the
3: backdrop of the story and what transpired. Listen, it was an interception and he was being lazy because when when the, when Brian picked it off, first thing I do is look at the quarterback because that's the guy you want. I mean I yeah. look at Brett and Brett take off running. <laughs> he laughed. I'm like, son of a and I look and I'm on the outside and the rest of them already took off to the sideline. So I look and Clifton was being a little lazy. I'm like, ah so I take off running to go get it and my spidey shits go off. <laughs> Some say he's in range. <laughs> so, I, so I so I, peek out, so I turn, and he ain't a fool, you know, because you know the rule. If the old lineman ain't in the screen, they get fined like $1,500. They got to be in the screen on the interception at the time. Right. So I know this because the other, other old linemen have told this. So I peek out the corner of my eye, and he right there. So I'm a 16 fighter pilot. I got tone. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a nice little mm. He goes and takes off, and it's unfortunate that he hit the ground that hard and he tore his hip up. Other, than, Zap, that, that other th- than that, other than that, damn him. Zap, you know that man, three, you, first of all, Lyman they used to fly in the air like that. Hey, ain't my fault. He, he better <laughs> keep his feet on the ground and keep his head on a swivel. He's got a responsibility to protect himself too, don't he? He well, does. No, you can't do that, though, more. I got a couple of rules. You can't do that. You can't run through the stretch, though, more. You know, you know the reason why they pat you down. They used to take the certain people and rub them down. Yeah, silicone. Me and Brad Colepepper go to Indianapolis in 1998. He tell me, "Hey, I got some silicone." I'm like, "What do you got? What is that?" He's like, "Yo." He put the towel over his head. and say, "Spray me down." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So I go. Shh, 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 shh. We go out there. Jay Lewenberg put his hand on Brad. The first play, the next play, he shoot this ball 15 yards sideways. We recovered this thing on, like, the 15-yard line, driving it for a touchdown. We win the game 31-28, to 28, dog. Dog, they come looking for Brad, looking for me. I mean, dog, that we the reason why they check people for silicone, dog.
2: That, that was a, that was an old trick back in the day. I, I don't want to divulge too many secrets, but there's a lot of secrets that go that you and I both know we did that wasn't supposed
3: to. I didn't want silicone. I was not going to put it on me, dog. I was not putting a foreign substance on me to go play this game, dog. I wasn't. If you can block me, you can block me, but I don't think you want to tangle with a life. Let me ask you a question, Sap. In,
2: in today's game, it's a lot different than when you and I played. They got this thing called social media. How would you have handled it? And do you believe... Because I think, and I tell people all the time, I say it's more difficult to play now given the set of circumstances that these young athletes have to deal with. We didn't have any
3: of that. No, they have their own personal little... Cheering section, but it also could turn pretty damn nasty too. Yes. Because you know the Twitter's a cesspool. You just gotta be able to weave through it with your little boat or and figure out where the clean water ad and the clean conversation because, yep. Boy, it's a whole nother animal, but it also gives them a chance to really do their branding thing, dog. That yes. really and we, we could have did something special with that, but none of us would have been married though, I don't think. No, no, no.
2: I think the I think the biggest thing is is sap is that it gives each individual player his opportunity to show a side of him that they don't... If normally
3: wouldn't, yeah, you know, normally see, yeah, yeah. But I think you, they take it too far. You they know, do. Yeah, the Antonio Brown took it too far up in Pittsburgh and then Juju Schuster with the... the All the, oh, that uh, TikTok in uh, it on... Hey, dog, how you got these people hyped up about the game and I don't know about it? The hell are you putting a memo up on the board? You got them over there ready to (laughs) ass up, and I'm over here thinking we got a duck this week (laughs) because you over here tick tocking. What the hell? You played,
2: you used to be in the uh the NFC North and that division with the Green Bay Packers. You had some historic battles with Brett Favre.
3: What made your battles with Brett so legendary? It was just two country boys that'll get. Ten of their friends and come out and play until the sun go down. You know how that is, baby. You know you keep the it score. It's seventy-seven to seventy. We got the ball, man. It's dark out here. No, dog, you got to give us one more shot. That's 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 how it was, dog. That's what it really remind me of, cause the talking, the back and forth banter. It was about what was in the program, though. We were talking about what was in the program, how much I weighed and all this other stuff. And, I mean, it just was just silly stuff. that is, know, is, you, that, you is that what you
2: love most about Brett? Because Brett was a talker. He's like, that was a good shot, Sap. He threw a touchdown. I got that one. It's your turn. He kept it going. Oh, yeah. And whenever
3: you got somebody like that, it's just for tap. It's almost like that schoolyard. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, tit for tat, buddy. I'm going to be right here waiting on you when you come back in here. So it was just two country boys that just loved the game immensely and just loved to compete, dog. And he was the best. He was the best. Three time MVP and a world champion right in my own division. And I got him twice a year. Shh. I'm going to get real acquainted with him. You, What D
2: lineman reminds you Warren Sapp of Warren Sapp today? Aaron
3: Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, it ain't even funny, but he does it in a different way. Yes, yeah, he does it so much more finesse. But boy, when he get to that quarterback, boy, he nasty with it. When he get to that quarterback, boy,
2: I'm
3: Oh boy, I mean, he bang him fast. Boy, get him. Let me tell you the bang. first. Sapp, let me tell you the
2: first time I saw him. The first time I saw Aaron Donald, I'm looking at him and I'm like, I look like Aaron Donald, but nah, he too little to be Aaron Donald. No. I mean, ain't, ain't no way that ain't no way he gonna play D tackle that, ain't, that, ain't ain't that the size of the dog, Shannon. Yeah. It's the size of the dog, it's that bite. So I'm looking at him, I was like, nah, nah, he too, he too, he he, he too little. Man, I'm watching that joke in the game. Low man wins. Man, no. the weight, I think the thing you'll skip is, uh, skip, i skip, snap the thing that he can do that you guys can do and the really good one can do, they can bend and they can turn the corner. See a lot of people, they got to run that big old art. but <laughs> but this dude can run that tight. He can get past you, and then dip, and then being and he's right there
3: on the quarterback. Definitely around that corner, like Tupac used to say, baby. Like Bruce Smith used to drag knuckles when he came on Oh man, DT that, <laughs> that lead Von Miller. Dog,
2: that's that's an art to be able to play with that kind of leverage and to. And you know this, Sap, more times than not, you're getting double. The center going to hit you, and then he going to leave you for the guard. Ain't no, ain't no, I got
3: it one-on-one. They playing ping pong. They playing ping pong with you, dog. (laughs) And it ain't triple the points for you either. (laughs) So
2: you get into the business. You're going to talk about football now. What was it like transitioning, and how difficult was it to make the transition? Because you know... Like, when you, you're in the fraternity, to be really good, you're going to have to be really honest. Dude ain't playing well. Dude ain't good. So I can't just sit here and say he played well when he not. And you're going to rub a lot of people the wrong, a lot of former players and former, you know, teammates and peers the wrong
3: way. And? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always said, brother? Well, I try to fit in when I obviously stand out. I'm just going to tell you what the tape said. I was one of them dudes who always looked at the tape. I want to watch right. the tape because I watched Michael Irvin, I watched Marshall, I watched them build those relationships the way they called guys every week and they had that conversation. I don't want to hear the lies because, you know, the, the, the tape ain't going to lie. The eye in the right. sky ain't going to lie. After I watch your tape, I'm going to put it out there. And I think I was one of those guys that was too honest for the youth for the youth, because I put a tape together one time for J.J. Watt and I showed him, I said, you don't want to put tape out like this, dog. <laughs> and i didn't get a reply back after that so i left it alone i said i guess i just got to do my job and they accept it or they don't accept it but i ain't got to be friends to do this well
2: see that that's how i am i don't do a whole lot of calls now if you if in the offseason you want to ask me about the critique or what's something that you need to do but i'm not gonna really call you during the season because i know you're gonna lie i don't need it i I know what i'm listening i know what i'm looking for you make, it,
3: you make it seem like i always been in the media. You forget I played now. These guys don't lie. When I'm looking at that eye in the sky, I know exactly what's going on, dog. Come on, stop playing.
2: What's been the most rewarding part of playing in the National Football League and what's been the most rewarding part of your post-career?
3: The most rewarding part is the ability to take care of my family and the people like yourself, your brother, and all the great people I've met in the game because there's so many people around the game that you get to meet and the, and the doors that it open up for you. You yep. know what I'm saying? For a little country boy that was raised on a dirt road that is named after him. You know what I'm saying? Just, just the whole experience. And my post, just the freedom, dog. To be able to go where I want to go, go put my fishing pole in a rod, you know, go in a holder, sit around, go if I want to go, sit if I want to sit, that's freedom, dog. Because when you pole like we was, you got handed down your jeans. You got handed down your car. Everything you had with somebody else's. So right now, I go eat what I want to eat. I go where I want to go. And I get there how I want to get there, baby. Ain't nothing like that.
2: Sap, we got to do a fishing trip. We're going to take all, you know. We're going to do the most fish. we can do the biggest fish. What, what you want? What you want? Lake?
3: You want the lake or you want to go out there with a mahi and a tuna at? I, whatever, you make it easy on yourself. No, no, no. I make, I make it easy on you because not everybody likes to get out where you can't see land.
2: Well, see, first of all, I already know you can't beat me fishing in like a pond or a river setting. That's Ooh. not what you do. Ooh. Now, Ooh. I'm going I'm to come to your backyard. I know okay. you like to get out in that water, stop. go
3: far out there. Stop, stop, I'm going to take you to the Bear Monday pond. There's 8,000. You ever caught a Bear Monday? There's only two places you catch them, in Australia or St. Cloud, Orlando, where I'm from. I'm going to okay. take you there, and we're going to go there. So, Are we going for the biggest, or are we going no, for the no. most? No, no, most. The most. It's, it's like football. We want the most. Okay, well, You want the deal. most catches, don't you? You want the most touchdowns. You yeah. want the most yards. So say I no want more, the man. most sacks. Say less. Okay. Say I less. I do want everybody know, know this. it will be posted. I oh, will it will be, be live. live. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on streaming. We're going okay. to find a place for the people to stream. We got Instagram. Okay. Long as we, long as we ain't got no music playing that somebody's going to report, it'll go on okay well well, let's do the thing
2: bro you know i appreciate you coming on with me we talk all the time anyway so i figured i might as well get you on the podcast because we talk
3: every every i mean we talk talk too much both of us talk too much and i got this for you we're gonna do this uh after super bowl week because it ain't but 60 miles from Tampa to orlando okay well we get it done then
2: yeah and then we gonna go. Then we gonna go out there. and We are gonna catch. We are gonna fish for a marlin or two. Yeah,
3: and a, go, we gotta go. We, we to can do now. the big grouper if you want to do the big grouper. No, I don't want that because you can't keep it, man. I don't want that goliath. I don't want that. I, I'll die. Oh, uh, so you. So we only
2: gonna catch fish that we can eat. Yeah, boy, ain't you a country boy? Yeah, yeah. But bro, I, ain't you, really try, I ain't really trying to clean. Uh, somebody else gonna do all the cleaning. You know what is country club fishing? Boy, you okay. stop okay, that. Okay, I go well, say ain't no you know
3: I got ain't no scales and none of that. No, no I guts, none of that. No, no, none of that, none of that. I just do the eat, baby. I told you. <laughs> hey, country man, club baby. fishing. Hey, country bro, club I fishing. You coming on today, man? Thank you. Anytime, brother. Thank you for having me. Holla, baby. Bro. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Want a slice? got to roll a dice to why all my life I've been grinding all my life yeah, all my life been grinding all my life sacrifice hustle pay the price want a slice got to roll a dice to why all my life I've been grinding all my life
1: MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we I'm Tori Deal and I'm Anissa Ferreira the wait is over guys all stars for is